0: What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. And when I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio.
1: We can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits conquer fear or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics but we don't make product for them we look to the future embrace our past. We study. We analyze. We race on Sunday, so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. stars. One goal, one vision.
2: The gate's about to drop, on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Justified Cultures Traction MXC Covers and Moto Ice Wrap. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got none other than the number 7 in your program, number 1 in your hearts, goes by the name of... Cade Clayson. Kate, how's it going?
0: It's going good. You know, I uh, just got up in uh, Canada today, did a little riding, and now we're uh, just making the trek to Camlips.
2: Right on, man. Were you spinning some laps at Blackfoot? I hear you're in uh, Cowtown.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, every year I've come up, we've always I've always flown in a little early and uh, did some laps at Calgary uh, just to make sure everything's good with the race bike and um, you know, just get up here and get uh, in the time zone and everything and hang out with the team. And, yeah, I uh, got here today, flew in this morning and uh, rode this afternoon. And, yeah, like I said, we're heading, uh, heading west.
2: Now, Kay, this is your second or third year affiliated with uh, Redemption Racing and uh, uh, doing a great job for those guys in on the, in the MX1 class.
0: Yeah, um, it's my third year now. The first year was my fill-in year when I filled in for uh, Bless. And then last year um, I was, you know, full-on with the team and everything. And and uh, yeah, this year, you know, my third year, you know, I'm expecting a lot of myself, you know, going into this year. You know, I've been so close to the podium so many times. I'm kind of over it. I need to just make it happen. Um, you know, um, I think uh, I've really put in the work. My fitness is a lot better, I feel, and uh, I think I'm going to be really good
2: absolutely it seems like uh you know, upward trend from uh, some of the uh, uh a rocky start to 2017 a ton of gate drops you've had so far even dipping into the later stages of 2016 um battled a couple of different injuries but uh, as as we established over text earlier today the body's feeling good all systems go looking good towards this weekend
0: yeah i uh you know getting hurt and... In- uh, in the end of '16, doing the Germany rounds, and then, you know, not getting to train at all, and then just riding like three days before my first Supercross, which was San Diego. Um, that obviously was not the start to the season I wanted. After having a really good off season before I actually went to Germany, but you know, I I just dealt, uh, or I played the cards I was dealt, and I uh, you know I made it through Supercross. I I had some good offs and I you know I hurt my hand again, and then you know, I hurt my knee right at the end of the season, but yeah, you know, I took uh, a little bit of time off and, um, I was actually riding a lot of outdoors before Supercross was even over. And, you know, obviously the last couple of weeks I've been wide open, did some testing with the team. And, you know, I just, uh, I really felt like I put in a lot of work to, uh, make this really good for myself. So I, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm just expecting a lot out of myself and, uh,
2: so, what's that uh, transition like for you? The uh, the tight confines of Supercross, uh, pivoting the motorcycle, um, and and, is, and not really opening up your turns. Whereas, and then you you switch over to the outdoors. First of all, different motorcycle and completely different style of riding, different suspension altogether. Um, and, and and there's a whole different uh, elements. How much how how drastic is the switch for you? And do you feel like uh, it's it, it hinders you at all rolling into an outdoor season?
0: Um, it might a little bit, but you know, like I said, I've been on my outdoor bike, you know, since, you know, five or six rounds left of Supercross. Um, so I've, I've had plenty of time to adjust. Um, you know, it's a little weird going from the Honda to the KTM and back. Um, I definitely don't make it easy on myself, you know, switching brands and switching, you know, Supercross to motocross. But basically the hardest thing for me is like, when I, first start riding outdoors again is getting used to like how fast you have to go like not i mean it's just like you're going so much faster than you're doing super, cross. super crosses you know like a let say like a ballet and outdoors is just like wide open as fast as you can go and you know it's kind of a, a struggle to get used to again almost but yeah i feel you know like i've uh gotten used to it now and i've been on my KTM for you know mul- multiple weeks so I, uh, I'm, I'm totally comfortable on it, and, um, yeah.
2: Now you've been working with uh, a different, different motorcycle, but say a mechanic. You've been working with your uh, mechanic for quite some time now. You guys are uh, are really familiar with each other. What, what's that dynamic like? What's that relationship like? As the two of you have kind of developed something pretty cool.
0: Yeah, Nate and I have been together for you know over a year now. You know, I, uh, I got. He started working for me halfway through Supercross last year and then, you know, we were still kind of new to each other and I ended up getting him a job with redemption. Um, not for me. I was I already, you know, had Josh um Schneider, team owner and manager. And uh yeah, he was my mechanic last year and I got Nate the job, but going back to Supercross, Nate started working for me again. We uh we've uh, been working together for a really long time. And with uh, a, me having a new teammate, oh, we all kind of just thought it'd be cool for Nate and I just to stay together, and uh, and Josh and Josh to start working together. So it's uh, it's really good. Nate and I have a really good working relationship. He works really hard. My bike's always spotless. So uh, yeah, I, uh, he does a, a really good job, and you know, I uh, I trust him hundred ten percent.
2: Right on, man. So you're running the number seven this year for Redemption Racing, six last year. Uh, but uh, I think there was a couple extra guys uh, input, inputted into the into the uh, the points that uh, that kept you from uh, from advancing that number that you you had last year. Um, the gotta love the number seven, lucky number seven. But uh, the the digit font that your team has 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 chosen. Um, where do I start with that? <laughs> uh, like oh my
0: gosh, we we already a, know. It's, it's it's different. We we It's a we're little different. I, numbers numbers are being changed. Come Like it, it kind of looks Camelot. like you're racing
2: the GPs. Like I know it's Canada, that's, but
0: uh, that's what my girlfriend said. She uh um she was like, "Oh, I like that. it. It looks it looks very European." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> I don't want to be European. I want to be North American." But yeah, no, we it, it came out a little different than what we had thought. And uh no, it's it, it happens sometimes, it's no big deal. Uh our graph I, I actually got our team set up with uh the same graphic company I use in the States and uh yeah, SSI does a really good job with our graphics and they uh they actually hold up really good. But yeah, we uh we all kind of drop the ball on the number font. they're just a little small. So, uh, yeah, we're getting – they all have new numbers. We were all uh, a little mind blown at the photo shoot.
2: Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly, then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffay, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don't justify cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com
3: to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at JustifiedCultures.com to receive 30% off your
2: Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love.
3: What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay.
2: Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a... That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of amigos. For extreme kids like us. that's what i call fueling for the big ride hey kids
1: start out every morning with a fat ball. hey this is alex ray i don't know if, why you're listening to brad's podcast but i'll be back on soon
0: hey this is zach cummins all you hosers quit listening to nickelback and jump on over to the big mx radio show hey guys this is kate Clayson, and not only do i blow uh, alex ray's doors off on the track but i do it at k1 speed too
2: And I want you guys in a set of w wheels, So do what I did and head to d-u-b-y-a-u-s-a dot com today. W-U-S-A. All things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying me. I want you guys to head on over to tractionmx.com. Traction MX is the place to get your seat covers for Any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it, these guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one-of-a-kind. The reason why they're one-of-a-kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American and, uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses Clear lenses, 10-packet tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral brand products are available in the US, Canada, and Australia, and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the Viral Brand. Hey guys, Bills Pipes is back and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes? Check. Four strokes? Check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road rangers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MH2 Bills Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone work is the right system for the job. When it comes to four strokes, Bills Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Linovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today and never settle. That's awesome. I think that's, uh, yeah, even, uh, even your teammates there, like, like actually the 32 came out pretty good. And, uh, it's like the, yeah, like a, a more numbers on it definitely looks, uh, looks better, but your, your number is, uh, the, the single seven on there is, uh, is, is, looks rather lonely, but, uh, you can get that, that figured out. Um, Rest of the teams on Fly Racing, you stick with uh, with FXR for the rest of 2017. Obviously, a lucrative deal that you've worked out with a company that's very local to me.
0: Yeah, um, you know, I, I signed with FXR um, before Supercross started, and um, you know, I've I've made the switch every year I've came up here. I've switched back to Fly, and uh, you know, I I it took a lot of work. To work it all out. You know, I had to um, you know, okay it with a lot of people because I didn't want to create problems for the team. Um and I just <clears throat> I didn't want to cause problems for myself. And I just I worked really well with FXR. I got really close with Andy and you know, all the guys over there and um, you know, I got it all okay from all the people to uh be able to do my own deal and uh yeah, it's nothing against Fly. You know, Fly always um You know, they always took care of me and they did a really good job. Their products are really good. But, um, yeah, I'd like to be able to stay with one company for a long period of time and just create a good relationship with them.
2: Absolutely. Loyalty is something that's extremely valuable in the sport of motocross. That's definitely something that you possess. Um, rolling into this season, who do you feel are your uh, your tightest competitors as guys that you're going to be battling every single week? Uh, like uh, Who kind of jumps off the page at you?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone was saying how stacked it was, you know, last year. Um, but I feel like this year it's just as stacked, you know. Um, we have both the Medaglia brothers that apparently are going to race the 450 class. You have Colton, who's obviously always fast, Alessi, um, Gerke, Benoit, um, Epstein's coming. Like, there's going to be, like, solid dudes all over the place. Porcel, obviously. I forgot about him. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, it's a deep field. Um, and I know there's other guys I'm forgetting about. I don't want to, you know, forget them and then them go out there and beat me. But, um no i mean it's a it's a deep field you know again, and I think it's gonna be good you know uh in the past, sometimes like after like eighth and ninth there would be kind of a big gap uh to the rest of the field and i think um you know the more uh <clears throat> the more fast guys keep coming up here it's gonna keep getting tighter and tighter and um you know it's gonna be a it's it's already a really legit series i didn't um but you know i think it's gonna be really good racing all the way through.
2: For sure. Now, um, like throughout any season, uh, it becomes evident to us as athletes, uh, where our weaknesses lie. And, uh, and a lot of times within those seasons, it's almost too late to try and change those things. But you think to yourself next year, I'm going to be working on this. Um, Last year when you were racing, was there anything that you found a weakness in your game, uh, especially outdoors-wise, that you uh, tackled and rectified and uh, is, it has now become a strength for you, rolling into 2017?
0: Um, you know, one thing I kind of struggled with was, I mean, I mean, my starts were never very good. Um, yeah, they're bad. So, yeah, they were not the greatest. And uh, actually, the last few weeks, I've done a lot of starts, and I feel like they're really good, but... You know, I saw Techland and Supercross, too, and they were pretty bad also. So, um, you know, I, I really want my starts to just be good for once. Like, just be able to come, go up to the game, and be like, oh, I can get a good start. That'd be fantastic. You know, I worked, I did, I worked a lot of starts. You know, we have multiple trainers at club, and, you know, we all just kind of, <laughs> like, we need to figure this problem out. But um, my starts, for one, and uh, if I did start up front, I could run the pace of the leaders for like half the race but it was it was just they can go so fast and i would struggle to go that fast the whole moto and uh that was my problem not even because i was you know not fit but i just struggled to be able to sprint that hard the entire moto there yeah their their moto speed is like my sprint speed and that was my problem the first two years and you know, I uh I feel like I've tried working on it and working on it and uh you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I fixed it, but I feel like it's better and you know, I know my fitness is better. Um I know I can go thirty five twice, no problem. And uh you, you know, I uh I just wanna go out there and prove to everyone, you know, that uh I can I can do good.
2: Uh, with, with quite a few tracks on the, the circuit, uh, sand tracks, is that something that, uh, kind of falls into your strength? Because, uh, for lack of, uh, like these, these nationals sometimes turn into, uh, it's like the, the sand
0: nationals. Um, honestly, like, <laughs> I don't even care anymore. It's like the first year I came up, I sucked at all the sand tracks and killed it at the hardback tracks. And last year I was the complete polar opposite, you know, um, I would like to just go out and do really good at all of them. You rode um, well in Regina. But, yeah, I rode well. The Regina like was really ruddy, and I liked that. Yeah. That was my thing. Um, you know, I've always like you know when you look at like New York and Seattle, my two best Supercross finishes this year. They were the two gnarliest tracks, and that's where I you know did the best that I did. But uh, you know I. I like that kind of stuff, but I can also ride the sand. Like, I really liked the track at Camelots last year, but I had bike issues, both motos, um, and that kind of held me back. But, you know, I, like I said, I'm expecting a lot of myself each and every weekend, whether it's uh, hard packed or sand, and I'm expecting to go out and do really good on, on all conditions.
2: Awesome, man. Well, I always appreciate the time, my friend. I know it's getting late on your side, and it's even later uh, where I'm at. Uh, really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to uh, shed some light on your program for 2017. Wish you the best of luck going forward. Before I let you go, where can people find you on social media so that they can follow you? And uh, if you have a bad race, they can ridicule you with uh, some some, bur- some verbal abuse. You
0: no. Know, <laughs> old social media thing. It's funny. Uh yes. so, you know I've actually been fairly good, you know uh besides the time when I cleaned out a j in the last turn even uh even then, I only had like one bad comment people hating on me, so like i uh, I feel like I'm doing okay, you know, I don't have too many haters yet, just give it a little while, you know, but yeah. uh yeah, you, you know what uh,
2: like with a comment like that you now you've may you may have challenged a few people,
0: hey, you know it's okay, you know, everyone needs a few it's. It is it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to look me up, uh, Instagram, at Kate Glason, just my name. Keep it simple, straightforward. Got to um, uh, make, uh, make it easy for all the, the fans out there. But, uh, yeah, it's um, pretty easy.
2: Right on, man. Well, as always, appreciate the time, my friend. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there.
0: All right. Thanks, man.
3: Boom. Mm-hmm. and <coughs> <coughs>